Hello and welcome to the Foot Model Podcast. I'm Mimi Footnip, Foot Model and host along with Cute Webbies. Hey, Cute Webbies. Hey, Mimi. What's up? Not much. How are you? I have had the craziest day. I woke up 30 minutes before I needed to start work. Um, and which is not enough time for me to get my brain going. And the whole day just kind of was one of those days of just like, everything's uh, off. (laughs) Everything has just been off. And I feel like I've been swimming upstream, like a hundred (laughs) miles an hour and going nowhere. I was supposed to film some videos today. Um, and some like car crush videos where I drive over things with my car and, um, the light for like my tire was on that I had like low air and that I it, it even had the the light on because I, I pulled out my manual and like looked it up it said that I could have a flat tire I was like oh my Ugh, fucking god like annoying yeah like it was one of the it's been one of those days so we're just gonna let this free flow today we don't really have I don't have an agenda we're gonna just let it rip and see what happens. Is that cool <laughs> yes. with you? Oh, absolutely. No, I'm totally, I'm totally game. You know, I love the okay. rabbit trails, so. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to do a little bunny hop on down the rabbit trail here yes. and see what happens. So, um, you know, in the wide, wide world of foot modeling, um, this is also a good opportunity for me to like put out there that if any of our listeners have suggestions for topics or questions they'd like you know to us to answer on the podcast or anything like that um just reach out to me by email at mimifootnip at gmail.com um and let us know or if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast if you have something interesting and of value to say something perhaps educational we'd love to hear that too yes (laughs) yeah I'd like to do a pedal pumping episode I've got somebody that's you know reached out to me that would like to come on and talk about pedal pumping and I've got lots of questions that I'd like to answer about that but for some reason I guess because pedal pumping is something that's like near and dear to my heart um it's like in my mind, it's this big episode that I have to like, I don't know, like, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. important to me that I get it all right. And, um, and so I just keep thinking like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I probably should just pull the trigger and we should just do a pedal pumping episode at some, you know, sometime soon, sooner rather than later. But yeah. um, I would like, love one. And really? I know like, Well, yeah, because I mean, I know a lot of this stuff about it just from our personal chats, but I think a lot of the listeners would really love to find out, you know, even just some of the stuff that, you know, you tell me in our personal chats about um, just about pedal pumping in general and about the kind of content that you make. Like, um, it's a lot of fun. And I think people will really enjoy hearing about it. Um, and uh, I totally understand why you're like, oh, I want to make it this really perfect and like in-depth episode. But you can always do like a follow-up episode on it when you, if you have more to add later. 
Um, you know what I mean? Like this can be like an evolving thing. <laughs> I agree. And I appreciate the, the encouragement there. Cause it's true. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be the only time I talk about pedal pumping. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to like be a complete, you know, like encyclopedia of pedal pumping. <laughs> it could just be like an intro to pedal pumping, uh, Mimi's Mimi's perspective. Because you know, it's what's so interesting about to me about fetishes and pedal pumping as a fetish is that um, it overlaps into foot fetish sometimes or shoe fetish sometimes, but not always. Some people that are into pedal pumping have like are not turned on by feet at all it's just not related to feet for them Mm -hmm. um that's wild to me but that's fascinating yeah 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 and for some people it's not even really about the gender of the person um Mm -hmm. in the driver's seat it's about more about the car yeah yeah (laughs) like the, the the sound of the engine and the you know, like the sights and sounds and smells of the car, which, I mean, you can't really get the smell from a video, but you can kind of imagine what like exhaust would smell like and things like that. Yeah, it's it's really like a crossover of two kind of niche worlds. Uh, super cool. Yeah, it's really a lot of fun. And there's so many different ways that people like their pedal pumping served up. Um <laughs> You know, there's just so much variation in the fetish, like how people like it or want it or or prefer it. So um, there's lots to explore there. And I do get questions like people email me and say, are you going to do a pedal pumping episode of the model podcast? And I'm like, yeah, someday, someday (laughs) I need to get to it. (laughs) Yeah, you got to just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. What would be your kind of version of that? Like, what would be a topic that you would want to maybe talk about on the podcast someday, but that like feels like, oh, I need to be well researched or I need to like be really prepared with my notes and have all my, you know, stuff ready. Um, well, I know there's been a few kind of episode topics that we've kind of floated around that are, um, Kind of more like uh, we want to incorporate some like feminist theory and like actual like historical um, like stuff about sex work and everything. So um, a lot of those kind of episodes, I really I think it would be cool to like research and um, and, and really have like a well put together um like argument. And and I and I feel like we will do that in the future for sure. Um, so that'll be really fun. Yes, I, um, definitely want to do that. And actually I'm kind of scrolling through the gram here because, um, Desi, who was on the podcast last week talking about burnout, um, sent me like a screenshot that if I can find it, I'll read it online or on, on air here on the podcast. But, um, we did, a podcast last week, we talked a lot about foot model burnout. Um, did you, did, what did you think of the podcast? Um, <clears throat> that episode was honestly, it really, <laughs> it was a good one. Um, I definitely could relate to a lot of what she was talking about. Um, of course it made me sad cause like, you know, 
she's my friend and I don't want her to feel that way. You know, I want people to like appreciate and celebrate my friends and, and, you know, um, buy their stuff and, and make them feel amazing. So, you know, it's, I don't know, it is, it's definitely that way, but it's like, this is something we all deal with. So I think it's, um, it was a good conversation, but it's, you know, it is, it is kind of a downer, <laughs> but it's like, and like we talked about, there's kind of levels of burnout. Like there's the beginner burnout, you know, when you initially realize this isn't what you <laughs> might've thought it was. And then there's, there's stages of burnout down the line. And sometimes those are almost more painful because you really, um, like, like myself and Desi and, and you, like, we really have put a lot of time and effort into this and, and we've started to really enjoy it. So when you feel the burnout or you feel, um, like people are not being appreciative, it's like, it does hurt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel like the the veteran burnout is um, especially tough because you've got so much invested into it at that point. You know, like burnout in the beginning sucks, but like once you're deep into this and you bought a couple cars to <laughs> create content in or whatever, or shoes or whatever it is, however you've invested um, financially into your yeah. business and, and just emotionally and time. And you, we, mm. we've like created connections with other models and friendships and things. And then it just starts to go stagnant and you're like, ouch, this is awful and painful. And, oh, it's really hard. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of, that's why I really like, I, I definitely related to what she was saying and, and also her, it, I don't know, it brought up so many memories for me, like even memories of being back in school and um, kind of a, I don't want to give too much away about my education, but it was sort of a art school environment almost. And um, it's, it's so much like criticism and critique and they will, mm. these people will critique you right into a path that isn't even your own, you know, and I feel like that's what a lot of us are dealing with. And that's what Desi was dealing with. She's she wants to express her creativity, but, you know, people are trying to funnel her in some direction that um, that she doesn't feel is authentic. So I don't know. I really related to that in so many realms outside of even what we're doing here, you know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, you know, after we recorded that episode, then her um, Instagram account was deleted um, which, you know, she then kind of thought like, oh, maybe this is like a fresh start to rebrand. So I think she is kind of going in a different direction and doing more um, like creative, uh, I don't know, more in the leaning in the more artistic direction of of photography. So I'm mm -hmm. excited to see what comes out of it. Sometimes burnout is just a turning point. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that she's kind of taking it and kind of, you know, she had kind of uh, that negative feeling and whatnot, and she's turning it into a positive and being like, you know, I'm just going to take control back over this. This is my page and I'm going to do things how I want. So I, I think that's the 100% right attitude to have at all times, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let me read this thing that she wrote. Um, I'm not sure how we got down this rabbit hole. Oh, about like feminism and sex work and yes. burnout and all these topics. So um, this is from, a, I think it's from an Instagram account that's called Vixen Temple Blog. 
And it says, this is just a screenshot of it, and it just says, straight cis men are so entitled that they've conditioned us, I think us meaning uh, women and sex workers, um, straight cis men are so entitled that they've conditioned us to crave their validation so much, they think compliments will unlock certain privileges. That's why when they speak to a sex worker who requires payment for our time, they get so angry and resort to insulting us when we say no. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's a really good point, honestly. Yeah, I feel like um, we've had conversations uh, on the podcast about things, you know, time wasters. We did a whole episode on time wasters and foot model burnout and lots of different topics that kind of... Um, touch on this idea that like we like you know we like positive comments that's really nice but they don't but they don't really unlock certain privileges or do they I don't know what do you think that's a tough one um because positive (laughs) positive compliments definitely um it can endear me kind of towards a person you know I'll remember oh this person sent me a nice comment um but in general, I think, um, especially as I've kind of progressed with the foot modeling, I've realized that a lot of guys think that buying content can get you um, into a, you know, friendship relationship with them. They think that they can um, do things to manipulate the system to um, basically, yeah, they think they're going to become your boyfriend if they buy enough content, you know, and and it's troubling, Um I don't know. It's something I'm still dealing with is like how to navigate around these guys that have um, very strange expectations. And, um, you know, it it falls into mental health, too, because it's like, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to. You know what I mean? Some of these people, (laughs) some of these people should be in therapy, as we've talked about. You know what I mean? Yeah, I should be in therapy. I think I said that in the last episode, like if I could afford it. Okay, so everybody subscribe to my OnlyFans so I can afford therapy. <laughs> yeah, honestly, no, every, I mean, therapy's great for everyone. I should be in therapy, too. Fuck, you know, like, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I actually um, did about 10 years of therapy, and, and um, it was great. And really, the only reason that I quit was financial reasons. Um, I would love to go back. It's really helpful to have that kind of support and someone to, like, kind of, process with you know like there's just a lot going on in all of our lives we live in such a crazy you know the world that we live in is a crazy place who who doesn't need some freaking mental health support but uh just with just with day-to-day shit you know like let alone bigger bigger issues that we all have some form of um but I really love that you brought that up because you know, in the last episode, we talked a lot about foot model burnout and mental health and foot model, foot model, foot model. But we didn't really talk about the mental health and, and you know, issues that that um, our customers and followers and fans and buyers, um, they deal with mental health issues as well. I mean, we're all humans in this together. So, um and, and maybe they also have expectations and boundaries in the relationship, right? Like I, I spend a lot of time thinking about my boundaries and my expectations and how yeah. I want these, you know, I want my relationships with my, my fans and followers to go. 
Um, and I probably don't give enough thought to what their expectations and boundaries might be. You know, that's, that's a good point, but I do, <laughs> on the other side of that coin, I feel like if your expectations and boundaries and their expectations and boundaries do not meet, that never means that the foot model should then give in and give up her boundaries. You know what I mean? We are looking ideally, and I'm sure they are too. Um, we're all looking for people that kind of, <laughs> that we could fit into our boundaries and that, you know what I mean? They're, they're already willing to, to fit in those boundaries. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely would not like bend my boundaries to, to like make someone else, you know, feel better or whatever. But so I hope it didn't sound, I didn't sound oh, like no, that. Oh, no, okay, no. Okay. That's a, it's a good point though, because it is like, you know, it's important for foot models to realize that, you know, some of these guys out here, you know, they do have some kind of crazy expectations and, uh, you know, they will try to push your boundaries. So, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, be aware yeah. that everyone's not here for the same purpose, you know? Right. Right. And, and yeah. And sometimes people don't, um, don't hear things the same you know there's different like communication styles like I keep trying so I bought uh, I'm gonna like segue into the, the I bought a jeep story yes. but I, I bought a jeep and I've been letting people know that I, I don't you know have I have no intention of cranking my jeep uh -huh. and I have one one guy in particular who's um you know he's a He's, he's a great guy and he keeps asking me uh, about, you know, cranking the Jeep and I keep telling him I, I won't be doing that. And then he leaves comments saying like, I can't wait to see you crank the Jeep. And I'm like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh my God. They're so and, you know, sad. They don't even hear the no. They just hear like, <laughs> like I don't know what they hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cause yeah. I think, you know, they just kind of like some people just get so excited about things that they, get that? Oh, Could you try again? that's Siri. Oh, no. Uh, so, get <laughs> shut up, bitch. So Sorry. Funny. That's Siri. Um, on my laptop. <laughs> anyway, um, as far as, like, boundaries or just communication styles, you know, not – we're not always going to have – it's not always going to work, right? Like, not mm -hmm. everyone's going to be a match on both sides of that, and that's okay. But I guess the thing that I hadn't really considered was um, the way that – maybe some of our customers are using our content and services um, in conjunction with their own mental health issues. In other words, uh, to, that's to say, um, maybe some people use content or relationships to kind of like soothe themselves mm -hmm. or to escape or to try to feel a sense of connection or, you know, like there's endless possibilities of why someone might reach out to a sex worker or use sexual content to feel good. Oh my gosh. I, I feel like this is, Ooh, this is a whole topic. Yeah. This is like, <laughs> I feel like, especially for these guys, like I've just, I'm not saying that every footboy out there has issues because I actually know a lot of really well-adjusted footboys <laughs> who are, you know, fantastic you know, functioning and just doing amazing. Um, but so I've of course got to preface it, but, um, you know, I've talked to 
a lot of footboys out there who, you know, they open up to me about their, their issues or whatnot. And a lot of these guys, um, they maybe have never had a girlfriend or, um, some of them have, but they've never been, they've never had a partner that they could tell about their foot fetish or, um, a lot of these, I've talked to several guys who've told me that they're addicted to pornography and that honestly makes me feel like mixed feelings. Cause it's like, here they are telling me they're addicted to pornography and, and it's like the person addicted to heroin telling their heroin dealer <laughs> that they're addicted to heroin. It's, I mean, I don't know. It, that's kind of how it feels in my mind, but, um, cause you know, here I am providing this service that is maybe a pitfall or a problem or a temptation for someone. Um, and that's, it's such a, you know, bag of worms. It's like, we may be a problem for one person, but another person may be able to, you know, use this content in a healthy way. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, there's, these footballs have a lot of their own struggles and it just, it honestly kills me too hearing from the guys who have never, you know, they've, they've dated, but they've never told the, the woman that they're dating or the, or the man, you know, whoever that they're dating, um, that they're in defeat. Um, <laughs> that just, I don't know. That makes me sad. Yeah. That makes that makes me sad too because it's it, I I can only imagine that there's this like incredible fear of rejection and shame or so, you know some kind of um, I mean because why wouldn't you be like hey baby guess what you know I'm into this like I, I don't know I guess I feel pretty open telling my partner everything that I like and want and <laughs> even yeah. if he says no like there's stuff that he he's like ah like no <laughs> yeah you're on your own but, there but like yeah but but I don't I don't know like I I kind of don't feel any sense of shame or rejection about it I just kind of keep badgering him like yeah you know you want it you know <laughs> you <laughs> yeah no I I feel that and but even for me that's that's been a journey um because I long story, but I had a partner in the past who kind of made me feel like weird when I would bring up stuff, you know, kind of almost Mm -hmm. made me feel like a little bit ashamed. So it did take me a while because of that relationship to be able to talk about my, you know, things I'm into and things I want to try or whatever. Um, So it's, it's taken me, it's, it's taken me some time uh, to get there, but yeah, in general, I, now I'm of the attitude where it's like, Maybe if, I mean, if, if you're younger, you know, you're just screwing around anyway, so why not tell the person? If you're getting older and you're looking for somebody, you know, to, to marry or to, to be with long-term in a partnership, it's like, you want this person that you're going to be with long-term, you know, you really, sh- you're only doing yourself a disservice by not letting them get to know the real you and you have to live a lie. That's sad. It really is. I agree. I mean, and I think you, you, it doesn't have to be this like all or nothing thing. Like, okay, suppose let's imagine that I'm a dude in a relationship. Maybe I'm even married to a woman and she doesn't know I have a foot fetish. Right. Like, and if I tell her and she's like, yeah, I'm not into that. Okay. Worst thing is like, it's going to basically like, she's going to know me a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And I, th- like, I'm still going to probably turn to online content or pay for sessions or whatever I'm doing on the side to get my foot fetish needs met. Right. If, if my, 
my spouse doesn't want to be a part of that. Okay. Yeah. But if I, if I don't say anything, I'm not even giving my partner a chance to be in on it with me. And I feel like it doesn't have to be like, I'm into this. And therefore that means that, you know, you need to get involved with it. I feel like you could just say like, you know, I'm, I'm, I really find your feet attractive. Mm -hmm. Would it like, how do you feel if, you know, we kind of did a little this and that with it, or can I rub your, can I rub, can I kiss your feet? Is it okay? Uh You know, can I try, can we try this? Like, I don't know why people are so scared to like tell the person that they love. I mean, I guess you're right. Like if you've been rejected or shamed, then it it would be really hard to say that. I I maybe, um, I just haven't had that experience. Um, Cause I'm, you know what? My attitude (laughs) is I like, I'm into some stuff that like, you know, probably a lot of guys are like, no, like my boyfriend is like, no. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But like, I would love, and I'm just going to say, Hey babe, cause I know you're listening. Um, I would love to lock him up in chastity, yeah. you know, like, Oh my God, that would be just uh-huh. so amazing to me. And he's like, no, like you're yeah. not yeah. putting my dick in a cage. Like that's not going to happen. And I, I respect that. Right. And I'm like, okay, you know, but I, but I keep talking about it or I, you know, kind of keep, um, making little jokes about it. I just kind of, you know, float it, float the idea. Yeah. Of you. Yeah. So you still, you sure you still don't want me to lock the dick <laughs> up? Like, okay, just yeah. checking, babe, just checking. Yeah. Cause you know, like, I mean, I wouldn't mind if, you know, you know. so like to me, I just kind of make it like a funny thing. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be like, let's sit down on the couch and have this serious discussion about our sexual preferences with one another. It's like, I, do, I just do it in a really like kind of fun joking way. And that's comfortable to me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Humor (laughs) helps or, you know, like I don't want to encourage, you know, if people are sober or whatnot, but you know, if you're out and you have like a, a a drink or two, you know, get a little loose, whatever you do to to feel a little loosened up with your partner, you know, whether that's having a couple drinks or having a, you know, in the bath together or whatever, you know, I think, I don't know if you're already in that vibe. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of ways to, to bring it up. And I, for me, I always think of like, um the goddess Tracy and her husband Tyler and like she was naughty but that was not on her wavelength foot fetish was never like really a part of her personal world and then they got together and soon enough he was asking to rub her feet and she's like well sure you know (laughs) like why not (laughs) and I think a lot of um women and men you know people out there I think a lot of us, there are for sure people who are immediately put off by foot fetish for whatever reason. They, There's people who just don't like feet, which I'll never really understand, but they are grossed out by feet. Um, yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. my partner. That's like my boyfriend. He is not into it. He's like, ugh. Yeah. If he has to touch my feet, he like goes and washes his hands right away. <laughs> like, <he's> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's. But there's, but there's people like that who feel that way about other body parts too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, it's like totally a thing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, but, but to be honest, I feel like a lot of, um, a lot of people out there who are, you know, partners of these uh, foot fetish people, you know, I think a lot of us are more open than, um, than, than people would think just, you know, um, 
I don't know. I know for like, I don't know, this is TMI, but for myself, I'm, you know, I feel like if I had a partner and they told me something that they wanted to try, even if it wasn't immediately interesting to me, I would give it a whirl. Like, I'm just kind of like, (laughs) you know, I'll try anything once, (laughs) as long as it doesn't sound like immediately disgusting to me. (laughs) Like, I mean, there's very few things that are, are immediately that like put me off like you know what I mean but anyway what I'm saying is I think a lot more people are open-minded than than people would would assume I guess (laughs) yeah and I think if you kind of like if you're really afraid of being shamed you can always kind of like pose it as sort of like a semi-joke like like oh you know I'd like to um have you like I don't know like things that I would say to my my partner might be well actually okay we met on tinder and in our before we actually met for our first date we had a few like little back and forth combos on tinder where I Uh said to him um that I that I was going to like I was describing you know how he would identify me I think uh, like at the restaurant where we we were meeting for dinner and I was like I'm going to be wearing black high heel boots because that's what I wore actually. And I was, and my hair will be in a ponytail. And I said, and I said something about like, um, like dressing him up in like as a little boy and like putting him over my knee and spanking him or something. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And he just kind of laughed, haha, whatever we had our date. And then like months into the relationship, I was, I, I brought up some stuff and he's like, Oh, I thought you were joking about that. I'm like, no, like I'm serious. Like I'm going to spank your ass. And he's like, no, wait a minute. No, it's like, I'm not into that. I'm like, well, too late now. Too Like, Oh my God. It's too funny. Like you had your chance back when we were like chatting on Tinder to say that you were, he's like, I thought you were joking. So, you know, you guys have the funniest (laughs) relationship. I don't know. I don't know if everybody realizes this, but I am on, you know, Mimi's OnlyFans, which you should totally subscribe to, by the way, if you're listening. Um, But she has, there's so many funny videos on there where you like, um, at least there's a few that come to my mind where the one where he's washing dishes and you like sneak your foot on his leg and he just like kind of like eventually like steps away. Yeah, I, he kills me. I, I, you have to go back like way to the way back, get in the way back machine and, and check yeah. out some of those really early, early OnlyFans videos because I eventually stopped putting him in my videos. Yeah, um, yeah. But he, yeah, he like doesn't want to say anything on camera, doesn't want to appear on camera, doesn't want really anything to like sometimes I'm I like back in the day I used to convince him um you know come on just like take my socks off I'm gonna film this video just do it and um I can be kind of um (laughs) pushy dominant (laughs) like Uh uh, persuasive I'll kind of like go on and on about something until I can like break him down and he'll be Uh like fine fine I'll just do it so you like stop nagging me and so um he would do those things and then like go wash his hands he would just be like oh this is so gross and yeah (laughs) and so eventually I stopped like roping him into it because I was like well it's better if I just make him my cameraman and he can film for me he's happier 
And, yeah. you know, I want him to be happy. I love him. So, you know, I'm not trying to like torture him. I mean, I kind <laughs> of, I kind of enjoy torturing him, but you know, in, in a way that respects his boundaries. And I think that yeah. if we're having conversations about like partners and how to bring up your foot fetish or whatever, it's like, I don't know, have a foundation of like mutual, like respect and trust and established communication and take care of each other's needs. You know, when you're with someone who, you know, you can be vulnerable with and they're going to step up and take care of that for you, you know, take care of you and your vulnerability. Um, You could just say, you know, I'm really kind of, I feel kind of weird telling you this because I don't know what how you're gonna feel or what you're gonna say I'm I'm actually kind of afraid you might reject me and and that would be terrible because I really I'm really in defeat and mm-hmm. I've never really been able to be open with a partner about that but I you know I want to like go out on a limb with you you mean a lot to me I think you're the person I would want to share this with and if you say no that's okay but mm-hmm. I, I you know and just be vulnerable I think your partner yeah. if your partner really cares about you they're gonna say like even if they say I'm not into that they're gonna take care of your vulnerability and say wow thanks for sharing something so deep with me yes um, you if know. they don't say that if they try to shame you for your fetish I just want to let everybody know Whatever your fetish is, if someone is shaming you or if someone's shaming you for some interest of yours, whatever it is, like, because it, <laughs> take it from my personal experience, that is the, that is a big red flag and you probably shouldn't even be with that person because that's just, it, it, that hurts. <laughs> it, it really does. Like if, if you, if you open yourself up like that and you say it in that way and the person isn't like, I appreciate your courage to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I validate your, uh, you know, your thing. It's not my thing, but I love that that's your thing and that, and that you want to share it with me. That's an honor. If, if your partner doesn't like say something that's supportive and I agree with mm-hmm. you, Webby's like that yeah. probably isn't the right person as just in, in, in so many other ways, right? There's probably lots of other red flags. Um, yes, and, and someone and, who's um, also like open-mindedness. This is one of the things I always tell like footboys who are like talking to me about this stuff is like, if you know, you should be looking for a partner who is an open-minded person who is not, or even if they're not like some free-thinking, open-minded, you know, person, it's like at least someone who isn't like completely stubborn and stuck in their own ways because it's going to be their way or the highway, they're not going to really want to hear what you would like to contribute or what you'd like to experience. Um, you know what I mean? So, so anybody who is, yeah, just either is the shaming you for your fetish or just so completely stubborn that they would never be willing to uh, open their mind to something new. Um, yeah. I just feel like both of those are big red flags for me. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Cultivate, um, trust and respect in your relationships. Um, and then you should be able to get there and to be able to open up and, and, you know, like the vulnerability is kind of the main ingredient of connection. We don't, we can't really have deep connection without having some vulnerability. So, you know, it's a, it's really a gift to your partner when you can open up and talk Mm -hmm. about, you know, things that you feel ashamed of or things that you're afraid of being rejected about. 
that's that's and you can preface it that way like I'm afraid you're going to reject me and I'm and I have shame around this and I want to and I want to you know take a big leap of you know courage courageous leap and like share this with you um yeah I feel like um I had a vulnerable moment recently with some of my fans on OnlyFans. yeah um I so like as I mentioned before I bought a jeep um, this isn't just any old Jeep. This is a classic 1962 uh, Willis Jeep CJ5. It's red. It's my dream vehicle. Since I was 15 years old, I've wanted a Jeep. Um, it's so I, cool. It is so, <laughs> so fucking cool. cool. It yeah. is so cool. And it's funny because, like, I'm not, you know, I was looking on Instagram at, like, hashtag Jeep girl. And, and I'm you know, it's like these chicks with like guns and Trump flags. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh that's God. not like, I grew up. I was going to say that like hashtag, but it's interesting. <laughs> it's yeah. I like grew yeah. up in like a fucking tree hugger, hippie beach town, like the opposite yeah. of like guns and Trump flags. So <laughs> I'm like, you know, hanging loose over here in California with my Jeep, but I, I don't know, like, I just have always loved them. And I've got this Jeep, I bought it. uh, I haven't even had it a week yet. And um, it's like, I I bought it online in an auction, I cried when the auction closed, and I won, I was like, like, like shaking, I was convulsing and shaking and crying and just like hysterical that like, finally, my dream was like coming true. Um, I picked up the Jeep on Saturday. Um, and on Sunday I had scheduled like this live that I was going to go, I was going to live stream the big reveal and, you know, show everybody my Jeep on OnlyFans before my family even saw it, before my friends even saw it. Like my mm-hmm. OnlyFans people were like the very first people to see this Jeep. And it, you know, was like, it meant so much to me that like, I mean, I wanted this Jeep for decades and um, it makes me emotional just talking no. about my Jeep. It's like it yeah. means so much to me. Yeah. And so I, I live stream it and it people are like booing me and telling me that they wished it were a Dodge Caravan. Oh my and God. Why am I not cranking it? And mm-hmm. just like shit. Do this, do that. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I was like, can can somebody please and and a few people did say like nice jeep and congratulations and I'm happy for you or whatever but I'm like <gasps> like how, who like takes this really precious vulnerable moment yeah. of like I'm gonna show you this thing that like means it's kind of like the pedal pumping episode it's like when I put that out I just don't I'm just like oh I don't want any criticism like this is something that is means so much to me yeah. please like handle with care like handle this with care I put like my heart into it and to have people kind of just like you were talking about in art school or you know like uh-huh. people just kind of ripping your shit up and kind oh. of like wanting you to you know like oh scrap that do it this way and it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to cry like yeah this is your pride and joy and like you know you <laughs> haven't slept for the past two days working on it or whatever you know like you saved yes. up and you know to buy this like and one or you know you went through all the trouble of getting it and all that you know 
Oh yeah. Like I committed financial suicide. I can't afford this chief. I, but I bought it anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I did this really crazy thing and I'm sharing it with people who don't even, I mean, I, I don't want to like lump everyone together because mm -hmm. not everyone was like that, but there were a couple people and it's funny how like a couple like rotten apples spoil the whole bunch, you know, or the whole, whatever, the whole barrel or whatever that goes like, um, the, the negativity can really, um, can really hurt. And no, yeah, that made me know. so sad when I, when you told me about that, I just like, it is amazing to me. It's like, who the, to me, if I'm being honest, like who the fuck are these people? First of all, like to have such a one track mind that like, like, do you not understand context? Can you not read a description? Like, realize open your eyes open your fucking ears realize what you're seeing that like this is somebody sharing something that's special to them um and I've had that in real life too like where you'll share something really exciting news with a group of people and there's that one nasty ass person who has something shitty to say you know what I mean like mm -hmm. um like I just <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean that's it's a real life thing too it's not just online but it's like are you so dense like can you just like sit silently or leave you know um some of these people are so one-tracked mind that all they can think about is is dodge caravan you know they can't fucking think about like context of what's going on around them and that's why it's like and also you know no offense but what's more wild to me is like all the people that are seeing this have paid the 1995 or whatever it is to get onto your only fan so these are not just like freeloader youtube comment pieces of shit you know what i mean like <laughs> i mean oh so, my gosh i'm like getting really upset, you're getting but, hated like, when you, yes. you yeah, said you no, were gonna right. yeah yeah right right so these this are all is... people who are are paying yes. subscribers and that's what yes. i'm like holy shit these people are yes. so ruthless like i don't yes. know that's the part that really gags me because most of my actual customers either they don't say anything to me or they like um I've only had one negative comment from someone who bought something and you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know people. It, that's wild to me. Like how people are so just bold with how nasty they are. And I don't know. God damn. Like these people have no shame. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's true. And, and it, it is true. They, they are my paying subscribers. These people are my fans. And so I, I try to think, okay, like, it, you know, are they joking around? Are they, and um, Dodge Caravan guy is definitely not joking around. But, <laughs> like, because there's been more conversations about yeah. the Dodge yeah. Caravan since then. I see. Um, but yeah. there's, you know, there's, like, um, you know, or are they, you know, a sense like their sense of humor just isn't coming through I like mm -hmm. want to give people the benefit of the doubt but at the yes. same time there's evidence that like you know like I described earlier about cranking the jeep like some people just don't listen they just are so like excited about what they think they want to have happen that they can't really hear the words and or like maybe it's about emotional intelligence. People can't empathize or, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever God. it is, whatever it is. I, 
I, you know, as a business person, I really try to make great content that I'm proud of, that my my customers will enjoy and come keep coming back for more. I'm always like pushing myself to, um, you know, be more creative, try new things, take like find a new camera angle, find you know a new um, perspective on the fetish, uh, and I. Um, I'm open. I know it may not seem this way, (laughs) but I I am open. I am open to like hearing about people's fetishes and Mm -hmm. what they like. What, what I was talking about in last week's episode is what I don't appreciate is when someone comments on a video, like nice video, but it'd be so much better if you were wearing these other kinds of shoes and it was in this other type of vehicle. And if you did it this way, it's like, send me, send me that information about what you'd like to see, but don't do it as you're like criticizing a video that doesn't have those features in it, you know, like, yeah, there's a way to do it. Leave my videos out of it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Tell me, tell me about your, your fetish. Um, but you know, I, I'm not going to be able to train the foot boys to do things my way. Um, so I'm trying to find ways to manage my own emotions around that because you know it's personal this is my I I pour my heart and soul into this work I love it um this is what I want to be doing you know full time Mm -hmm. with my life yeah and so um you know and I have to also say I do have some incredible incredible uh fans supporters buyers subscribers whatever you want to call them that um, send me great messages that yes. send me t- that do send me tips that do send me um, you know that I do I definitely there I feel supported and appreciated by a group of of people that really do love what love what I create and then there's also a lot of silent fans that pay their subscription and I they never talk to me so yeah. I guess they're happy <laughs> I don't know I never hear from them so <laughs> yeah. If they want to reach out, they, you know, they're welcome to as well. Um, but yeah, the, the mental health stuff, the, the shame about your, your kink stuff, the, how do you get the content you want stuff and Mm -hmm. like all that, um, how do you just be happy for someone else that, you know, got their dream car? (laughs) That is so irritating. That's like, I, yeah, I, I, it's one of those like disappointed, but not surprised kind of moments, you know, uh, that's, it is, it's disappointing to hear about the, the Jeep reveal, but at the same time, you know, this some of these, yeah, it's, it's really tough when you, you know, are showing something that is really important to you and like, yeah, people, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this Jeep, this Jeep, is, I'm in way over my head with this thing. Like, I don't know anything about working on cars. And, you know, there's no light that comes on when, like in my BMW today, like, oh, you, this tire, like the passenger front passenger side tire oh, yeah. is low on air. Go yeah. fill it up. I'm like, okay, there is nothing that tells me like you're about to blow up the engine on the Jeep or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. like your, your tires need air. 
Um, I like just have to pop the hood open and look at this engine and go, oh, oh okay, I've, everything's <laughs> yeah. there. It looks like everything's oh my gosh. there. I don't yes. know. Like, I have no idea how I put oil in it the other day and I put way too much. So like all this black grease is coming out my tailpipe and <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's just I, I'm a hot mess over here in my Jeep, but I love it. It's like if you could be in love with a car, um, I feel yeah. really guilty um, about my BMW sitting outside. I bought a really expensive car cover for it. And I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm getting it detailed and I'm going to like keep it all covered up. And okay. anyway, yeah. Well, um, I'm happy for you. And I yay. hope that someday post-COVID world if we ever meet up that I can go for a ride in your Jeep with you because it sounds so fun. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Webbies. We're going to be cruising <laughs> with our toes hanging out the side. You know, there's no doors Hell on yes. this thing. Uh-huh. So <laughs> we're just we're Stick your foot around. out the side. Like, Stick yeah. your foot out the side. I mean, the windshield folds down onto the hood. That's so cool. I, it's so badass. Um <laughs> And I also want to just kind of put out an announcement um, that you and I are planning to do, to go live on Instagram sometime, maybe next week. Yeah. Um, We're going to do a hiking live where we go hiking. I just need to make sure that I have, I'm going to have Wi-Fi or have like a, you know, internet or signal or whatever. So I can be on my phone live streaming from my hike and we're going to like, go hiking in our respective hometowns miles and miles away from one another, but we're going to go hiking (laughs) and live stream it. And I think it'll be really fun. And um, so be on the lookout on Instagram for that, everybody. And come come, come hiking with us. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited for this live. Yeah. We'll have more information to come, but um, we're both really stoked about it. So (laughs) yes, I love hiking. It's, me too it's, yes it's my jam um <laughs> but a lot of our um hiking spots are closed because of the california wildfires we had oh. so that's been a total bummer but um but yeah i'm gonna keep hiking where i can and yes <laughs> yes yes um so Let's see. Anything else we should uh, we can toss into this episode before we wrap up today? <laughs> the mixed <laughs> been, bag episode. Yeah. I know it's it's <laughs> kind of like the random chat this week because um, I I've just been so busy. I haven't like I really want to actually. We've talked about this and I and I'm reaching out to Miss Piggy Toes. I'd really like to have her come on and talk about selling socks. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone else that like sells worn items, I'd love to do an episode about selling worn items like socks and nylons and people sell like foot dust. Yeah. You know, like scraping their feet, like the dead skin off their feet and like selling that to, to customers. I've been saving my trimmings just so everybody knows. Yeah. I have my, my toenail trimmings saved. So, uh, toenail trimming do you sell that by the ounce is that like I'll take an or like the oh, gram like I've I'll, never like, sold it get yet. a dime bag a, a clipping <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny um, oh goodness that's that's too funny I I'm just waiting for the right person who's who's looking for toenails you know yeah <laughs> and I'll have them 
idea. Yeah. I mean, there's like so many things and, and shoes people sell worn shoes. Yeah. Um, even I've, intimate I've had, clothes, yeah. Underwear, oh yeah, underwear, bras, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. I've had um, people reach out to me wanting to buy shoes and flip-flops, and I just don't want to part with my shoes. I love my shoes. <laughs> it is hard, yeah. I, I, uh, I've only sold a, a one pair of sandals. Um, I would like to sell more shoes, but it's like a little logistically harder than socks. But um I've missed those flip-flops <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie yeah you know perfectly good pair yeah yeah I really like like I I just don't I, I guess maybe what I'll do is if when I'm ready to part with a pair of shoes then maybe I'll let people know like hey I'm gonna sell a pair of shoes but I just yeah hmm. I like my I, li- I have a lot of flip-flops but you know I live near the beach and I drive a jeep so I need yeah. flip-flops. I need all those flip-flops. And I have a lot of high heels, but you know what? I drive a BMW in my pretty shoes, and I <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of like the the high-heel BMW slash Jeep girl in flip-flops person. Oh, my gosh. We got to, like, sh- chain. We got to flood the Jeep girl hashtag with you and your flip-flops by the beach and knock all these freaking women with guns off of and my, and my granola yeah I mean yes. I have nothing against like no you know, yeah I, 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 I want to say when I say that like I'm not a Trump flag waving gun waving <laughs> person that's not to say that if you are that like I got a beef with you because I don't like you know what I love about being an American is that we have a democracy we all get to have our own and different opinions and politic, like political beliefs, and we get to vote and express our views in the, you know, at the polls. And um, I just wasn't, I just wasn't raised in a place that is like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're all I, raised differently. That's that's exactly yeah, what it is. Yeah. yeah. You know what? If I had been born in a part of the United States where everyone in my community was all about like. Trump and guns and like conservative politics I'd probably be just like the, everyone around me I was raised in like this liberal um no, like barrier beach town kind of place I'm all about hiking and tree hugging and <laughs> being a vegetarian yeah. and uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, I know. Yeah, that's Doing enough to upset a lot of people, with just the vegetarian part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, and so it's like <laughs> I'm kind of a product of my environment. Um, I, I just I guess I just want to be clear, like no judgment yes. about who you are and how you identify to anyone that's listening that does love their guns and their Trump flags or whatever. I that's just not me. And so it's like I'm kind of like on the fringe of this jeep community and it's it's yeah. kind of it's kind of funny because it's like I'm super into it and yeah, yeah like like I'm like I was telling my mom today I'm like I don't I don't think these are my people but you know <laughs> she's like I know I don't know why you'd want to have you know why you've always wanted this jeep and I'm like no, I don't know they're it's cool. like, I just got it in my head that I needed <clears throat> excuse me that I wanted this Jeep when I was a teenager, you know, back in the eighties, when I got my driver's license, um, a, a 1960s Jeep was like in my price range. Right. Cause it was like a 20 year old car. It'd be like buying like a, 
2001 Dodge Caravan today <laughs> in today's yeah. world, right? So it's like, you know, there's back then Jeeps were like plentiful and um Anyway, that's what I wanted. It's what I've always wanted, and I finally got it. And on that note, we've got to wrap up because um, i got to go. Yeah. i got to go. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> this has been a good talk. Yeah. yeah well, it's always fun to chat with you. I've, I, I kind of always feel a little bit um, of like a vulnerability hangover when I dominate the conversation. I'm like, oh, gosh, no. I shouldn't like talk so much. Why am I always so, such a talker? But. No, I get excited great. about stuff. I just me too. Like, I get excited and then I just can't shut up. So no, I love it. This is a good talk as always. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. Bye.